Here's what happened last time on the Encourageable Party. Finishing off the shield gardens at the cliff's edge, the party hunkers down in Falzern's tiny hut to await Alamar's arrival at the suspected ritual spot. Hours pass with no sign of the elven elder. However, an alarm sounds from within the city, and a strange light shoots into the stormy sky before forming an impassable protective dome around the city. Left with no other choice, our adventurers travel around the eastern side of Heraklion, finding the route much more spacious than the west, until they come upon a large invading force outside of the city limits, seemingly led by Erica the Sea Hag, Sardo the Revenant, and Chucky the Barboy. Making contact with survivors and learning of the initial attack on the port, one by the name of Dreg Didge claims to have designed this security measure and knows of a back way into the city. Now let's get back to the adventure. I'm so curious where this other path leads. Well, I am as well, uh, Mia, but I, I think Shaft is right. We need to get to Geneva and, and find out what's going on. Yeah, we can come back later and find the forking path. <laughs> let's go! And... <laughs> Holy forking shirt balls! John finally broke. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't pass it up. (laughs) Let's forget about this forking path and let's keep going. (laughs) All right. And he agrees. His main concern is, of course, to get into the city and getting Jacqueline and Biff into the city as well. Ah, Biff. to, To some type of relative safety. And he just leads you down maybe another uh, 100, 150 feet or so as uh, this passageway kind of slowly curves to what would be your left. And it ends in a, a metal ladder that just goes up, and as far as you can see, it seems to go up. This this is this will take us uh, just inside the keep's grounds, actually. Does this go up as high as the staircase went down? I'm afraid that it does, yes. Wonderful. You said we're going to pop up in the keep. Where in the keep? Uh, just out, outside, uh, within its walls. Okay. Well, time to get moving, and I grab on and start climbing. Oh, I'm afraid I, I will have to go first. Uh, okay. Can I do an insight? Sure, absolutely. He's not going to, like, kick one of us off the ladder or something? <laughs> Fourteen. You, I mean, like, he seems like he does sincerely need to go first. I mean, do you want to ask him about why? No. Or, okay. no, I just wanted to do a quick, like, see what I think. All right. And, Shakara, are you going to be, like, last again? Yes, I will bring up the rear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, caboose. So you're all uh, climbing for longer than the stairs, obviously. It's probably a little tougher climbing all the way up this ladder. Thank you for not making us do checks. For about 20 minutes or so uh, of, you know, rung after rung after rung. And it is slow as you are kind of forming this line, right, where some of you may be able to scamper up a little more quickly. But uh, especially with Dreg in the, in the lead, you, of course, can only be going at his pace. But you get to, uh, who, who I assume Shaft is directly behind him. Mm-hmm. I went in second, yeah. So you are obviously going to have the, the most visibility uh, of, of what's ahead of him, right? Uh, those lower on the rung may not be able to see, see everything that's going on up there. 
but you you do notice you get to a point where it looks like the the shell itself is almost like cut into the stone and is blocking this ladder passageway like as if it's huh. formed it's almost like it's, it's so it's like formed this circle around the city even through the ground and drag kind of again almost like nervously and chatterboxy well you see i mean i, I without the, the the full circle it's a bit of a design flaw otherwise you'd just be able to dig under it we had to protect it somehow and shaft you see him he's he slungs uh, one elbow, you know, get a rung like in the crook of his elbow as uh, he takes one hand off of the ladder and you see him pull off uh, a ring that's on his hand and he just places it up like above him up onto the dome itself and you all see uh, it kind of light up and this ring expands to the width of this passageway and the, the dome itself it gets... Uh, it gets lighter and lighter and becomes more and more like transparent, right? Almost like the reverse of what you witnessed as as you were continuing around the perimeter of the city. It gets lighter and lighter until it's like it's a pane of glass. And he just continues climbing through the ladder and is able to pass through it. Interesting. Well, I'll follow. Now, Drake, is this is this barrier going to hold for all of those cannons firing on us? Like. Is there anything that can just can destroy it? Oh no! Only specific spots can uh, will even work with my ring. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very sound design. I, I will say so myself. Who else knows how your ring operates? Oh, again, just myself and Alstoff. This ring is one of a kind. Alstoff does not have a similar ring. He does not. No, it was entrusted to only one of us. Again, uh, another precaution. That is good. So does Geneva. Geneva doesn't know about your ring. No, uh, it was actually at Alamar's insistence that none of the elders learn of this failsafe. Okay. Uh, but it was paramount that one was in place. And he climbs to the top of the ladder, and there's no light coming through at the top. It's still dark in here, right? And again, you just see him like pass as if he passes through solid rock as he climbs up to the top of it and disappears from sight. I follow him. And again, this line of you up this ladder, you all come out uh, from a very similar size rock that's kind of tucked in to this corner of uh, the inner wall of the keep. And now you do see you're in that, you know, that, that you're basically you're in that section that you were, could, were peering down from when you were up on top of the wall along the west side. Mm -hmm. So you're, you are now in the grounds and you can see you're on the other side of this dome now. And actually you see from the inside, it's much more clear. Uh, and you're actually able to, to look out more easily from the inside. How do we close this hole now? Oh, and you see him do a quick wave, and the ring reappears on his finger. Simple simple parlor trick. That's fascinating. Wonderful. Okay, guys. Let's go try to find Geneva. Yeah, we, we know where Geneva's room is. Let's, let's go see if she's Start there. with her office, yeah. Uh, yes, I, I, I do think uh, we are under an attack now. We, we should check on the anchor points, make sure everything is working and functioning properly. Okay, where where do you check on that? Oh, well, there actually is one in the keep, and the other is at the Knowledge Center. Walking as he's talking kind of thing, right? He's leading you back around down to the entrance of, of the keep itself, and you do see 
again at the highest point of this city all this vantage point of the sloping of the slope of it right you see the the source of that one of the two beams of light looks like it is coming from the top of the knowledge center and above you confirming that the second spire of light still shooting into the sky is coming out of a section of the keep hmm. okay let's go in the keep how do we check the anchor I mean they seem to be they seem to be functioning fine uh, just need to make sure that the incantations are being properly maintained. I, I do not know how long this was this will last. I, I do hope the elders have some type of plan as to repel this this invading force. Assuming they do not, is there anything we can do to bolster the shield? Like I said, as long as the incantations maintain, nothing will get through them. And and is are there people maintaining these incantations? How how does this work? Yes, people have have been trained. Um, if you, if, yes, I can certainly explain to you how it works if you'd like. Please. So, Dreg describes how the the anchor points themselves are, are this. Uh, it's comprised of a metallic like column, um, kind of in in five like disc sections, and they're each inscribed with uh, runes, and. That was he, he. He tells you that that is, that was Alstoff's part in creating this system, as he was able to craft these things, and Dreg created and invented, basically invented the the specific incantations to work the metallic columns. Each disc section uh, requires one person to perform the incantation, and. As long as those five people continue to to do the incantations, then the metallic column will function. He continues to describe that, like the when activated, they basically they they turn crystal into light and they beam it up, and it once it hits the certain altitude, it's able to form and and harden into this protective shell. And the, the longer it goes for, the, the you know stronger it becomes. Hmm. It is paramount that the incantations do not stop. Yes, yes, I understand that. I that's certainly a very ingenious thing that, that you have you have helped create here. I'm I'm impressed. I quite frankly hoped we that Heraclan never had to use it. Are there special people trained to do these incantations? Yes, we have a, a number of uh, groups of five that are, are able to do so and maintain, a, in the event of an emergency such as this, a, a 24-hour shift, if you would. So if something were to happen, there's backups. Like the B team. I mean, they're probably not as good as the A team, but... So you say a couple of years ago, Alstuff hired you to help build this. Oh, well, actually, I, I was a student in Heraklion in my youth. I spent many of my, my formative years here. And they thought they needed this dome. I mean, how long ago did this construction start? Well, like I, we've had it up in place for nearly two decades. Ah, interesting. It's, it's, it's amazing you've never had to use it before. Luckily, uh, the design was seems very sound. Yes, well, f- fortunate, I think, is the word you are looking for. Okay, so 
What's your plan? You want to check on these actual people doing the incantations? Yes, I I do think that I need to confirm that the proper teams, the A and B as you put it, are in place and able to support each other. Okay, so off to the columns. Or at least the one in the keep. As you kind of, you know, this conversation wraps up, the keep's beam begins to flicker as does shortly moments after the beam from the knowledge center. Quick, where would these people be? Is it supposed to be doing that, Drake? No, that is not how it oh, functions. No. <laughs> something must be something must be wrong. I I, I if you, if you can take care of the keep, I'll I'll make my way to the knowledge center and make sure the incantations are being performed properly and uh, if necessary I'll, I will perform them myself. Well, I, I, we don't know how to do these incantations. That's okay. Let's just go see if, if somebody's bothering the, the guys that do know. Okay. We can do that. If, if, if one is maintained for a time, the, the shell will stay intact. Uh, but as, as the, the beams cease function, the concentration will diminish and will become light once more. Okay. Go check on the knowledge center. Make haste. We'll go check out this one. And we... Yeah, start running to the keeps column. So Dreg, uh, Dreg, Jacqueline, and Biff, they're going to make their way to the, the Knowledge Center. Um, Jacqueline and Biff, you know, having their own places to go. So as we're running, I'm going to go, so Geneva knew this morning that this was all going to go down. Never said a word to us, did she? As we're still running. No, but at the same time, Alamar has nothing to do with her. I mean, it seems that way. She's not in cahoots with him. Why would Geneva do a sending spell to Dreg and then Almar not know about it? They're not working together, at least on that front. Well, she at least knew there was going to be some kind of attack. I know, but maybe she was trying to protect us and she knew it would happen at dusk and we were supposed to meet her. Yeah, I know. We need to go find her and find out what's what. Yeah, this certainly doesn't look good for her, but I'm not ready to, to condemn her yet. It actually looks better for her than I thought. Let's go find out what's what's causing the interference with this with this barrier and then find Geneva. Gonna run until we get there. <laughs> you enter in through yeah. the uh, castle, the keep's main gate. Uh, again, the portcullis is still uh, raised. Since your time here, you've actually never seen it shut. But you do hear uh, a kind of a chorus of voices coming from the ballroom. It's large double doors are currently closed. You know, again, it's kind of muffled through the doors, but some of them seem very panicked. Uh, others seem to be more stern and, and trying to be, like, calming. Would we have an idea of what area that keep the light is coming from? Like, what room it would have been? Yeah, from, from the outside, it seemed like it uh, was coming from the, t- the tallest point near the northern section. And you all do recall the two of these northern hallways that uh, have yet to be explored by you when you were doing all your shenanigans inside the keep itself. Would Falzrin have a bit better idea than anyone else of where we where we should be heading? No. I mean, again, you know that the section of the keep exists, but um, actually you have information that generally that's like considered to be private workshop kind of stuff, you know, for, for the okay. elders. As you would have never been in some of those rooms yourself, but uh, do know of their existence. Can we tell what anybody in the ballroom is saying? Does it sound like people are just scared and other people are trying to calm them down or does it sound like there's like an attack going on 
No, it, it does sound more like uh, people are, are frightened and arguing. Like, are, if very argumentative. The you know the squeaky wheel gets the grease. The some of these panickers being uh, very vocal about what's going on. It seems sounds like the the general sense of confusion. Okay, Falzarin, Shaft, you guys explored most of this keep, right? You guys were invisible. Where should we go? Have you seen this thing? No, and and there's part of the keep that we haven't explored yet. I, I say we head there first. I say we run through like we have authority here. Going, get out of the way! And run through through to the hallway that goes up north. That's what Shaft's going to do. Yeah, let's avoid the ballroom. Why go in there? Right. Anybody that's in the hallways or in the way, I'm just going to shove past them and just yell, get out of the way. Like, we know what we're doing there. Okay, Shaft, Falzerin, lead the way. Yeah, and the the hallways look deserted, actually. It seems like the, the bulk of the concession is in the ballroom itself. Okay, I think I'd run to this corner and then make way up this direction to the north. Rocketing past the, this now familiar T-shape where these restrooms are. Yes. Up north and near the end of this hallway, it does turn at a right angle. And you do see like there's kind of this uh, carved out window. Like it's a window, but without any glass, right? And that looks into the courtyard that, again, you actually hadn't explored, but could view through the open double doors at the end of the uh, ballroom during the party. But we don't see a, a pillar or anything that we it's been described to us as we run by that door. Looking into the courtyard, it just looks like a, a, it's a, a paved courtyard. There are many stone benches and some, some foliage and trees. Uh, some decorative plates of armor along one wall. But inside of the courtyard, no, there's certainly nothing that would seem like it would be some type of anchor that uh, Dreg described. So we'll run to the uh, up and turn to the right. Uh, looks like it, that's our only option. It is, and there is kind of another long hallway that, like the the T-shape around the ballroom, it just kind of circumnavigates this courtyard. And you see, though, along the northern uh, side of it, there are two two closed doors. I think we should run all the way down to the end of the hallway and make sure there's no other rooms there before we decide to go through those doors. All right, well, while Falzerin walks past the doors, Mia's going to go to the first one and open it up. And it just opens into a stone spiral staircase to the second floor. You guys, there's stairs. You see anything down there, Falzerin? Falzerin, you turn the corner and you just see the hallway that uh, runs parallel to the Keep's library. As it's very clear now that it's formed this, it's kind of this large rectangle in the very middle of the Keep with adjoining sections of it on either side. Does anyone know what is on the second floor? I haven't been up there. No. No, there's nothing down this way. I think we need to go upstairs. And I run back to join them. All right, I'm leading the way up the stairs. Up this set of spiral staircases. It leads into another large rectangular room. There seems to be a type of uh, dining set in here. Uh, Many, many desks. Some short stacks of books in the middle of the room. Again, it looks like... uh, more space for like exper- like uh, alchemical experiments or, or, or scroll notation and that kind of thing. And as as Falzer does know, this is this kind of serves as where the elders do some of their own studies or or, or diving into their own different fields of magic kind of thing. So that's off the first door that you hit. The stone uh, staircases do continue up. I don't see anybody in there chanting. Let's head on up. Agreed. Go. Following you, Mia. Okay, let's go. So bursting through this 
door where the stairs do end on this third story. You open the door to the sound of incantation. And there do seem in the middle of the room is this like seven foot tall metallic column. Each of these five sections of it are spinning independently of each other. And the column is surrounded by five, uh, five people doing the incantations. On either side of them, though, creeping towards them, two deep scions on either side of this room. So four in total. Do the people look injured? They do not look injured yet. One of them, um, or sorry, they don't look incapacitated. One of them is holding their side, but still struggling to maintain the concentration as it has a deep scion trying to rip into them with its claws. And we can roll initiative. Yes. Yes. I got a 16. Oh, shit. 21 for Shakara. Six for Shaft. <laughs> what a, no, wait, eight. Sorry, eight. 14 for Mia. Shakara, you are first. So this room, it's like a, it is kind of very narrow. It's about 20 feet wide, but more like 60 or 70 long. Uh, on the northern wall, you see there are very similar to what was down in the ballroom, but two large double doors. And on the south wall, there are more of the, more of those uh, glassless windows. And this metallic stone column in the center is this uh, light emitting, uh, shooting up into the into the roof above you as if it's like blasting through it. Okay, uh, Shikara is going to yell, "Eat flame!" <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. the only time I'm ever going to do that. Uh, and I'm going to cast searing smite. What? You can't say eat flame and not dragon breath. It's a D- 1d6 fire damage. That is a good point, though. <laughs> Sorry. That is I was thrown off. Point. I was confused. I thought I knew what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yes. We will. Oh, God, I want to. Shit. <laughs> but then I would only have one attack. But it's... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fire breath. Let's start over. Can you also describe for me again what this thing looks like? Yeah, so so it's a, what I think I said it was like about seven feet tall. It's metallic. It, yes, it is clearly made of metal. On the map, it's about ten, uh, ten foot diameter, but that's fine. I think of it as like uh, five discs stacked on top of each other. There's a very clear, distinct separation, and those five are independently turning of each other as these five people are chanting. And you see, it, like etched into the metal around. Uh, the circumference of each of these discs are a bunch of different uh, arcane symbols, like runes etched into them. They're resting on top of each other, like just literally stacked on top of each other. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's it looks like it's still one singular piece, but it's very clearly sectioned. Okay, I'm going to run over to the side of the room next to the window so I can get two of them in a line without worrying about hitting any of the ritual caster people, and fire breath is a five foot wide by 30 foot long line. So I'm hoping that since they're lined up, they will both have to do a DC save, a uh, deck save. They absolutely do. Um, I think they're both gonna pass. One got a 19 and one got a 20. It's 14 damage, so that would be seven damage for both of them. Yeah, and just the narrowness of this room, your, your flame just blasts into both of them and uh, hits the north end of the wall, kind of charring the stone behind them in addition to the robes that they wear. Falls are in. I'm feeling fired up after seeing that, let me tell you. <laughs> Ooh, it's good not to get that in my face. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. 
Um, Falsey is going to cast Flaming Sphere, and he's going to select the point basically um, in the in an unoccupied space right between the two who just got fire breathed by Shankara. This Flaming Sphere is going to appear between these two, Deep Scion, and I'm going to use my bonus action to slam it into the one farthest away from Shankara. So you're going to slam it into this first. So he again makes another Dexterity saving throw, right? Yes. That oh man, these guys are on fire. That's ooh, that's funny. <laughs> They're not on fire. <laughs> you got a sixteen. So that ties my spell. Okay, so 16. he'll take half damage. This was deep sign number one. We got uh, we got Mo, Curly, and Larry. And then the fourth one, it, it didn't bother to give him a name. Yeah. <laughs> Shep. 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 There you go. So uh, he takes half of seven damage. So he takes four. Great. Mia. All right. Um, I have a quick question about my spiritual weapon. It says when I upcast it, it adds an extra D8 damage. So is that like every time I use it as the bonus action? Yeah. It's 2D8. Okay, so I am casting my spiritual hammer on these fools. Mm-mm-mm. And I want to put it... I see that the two right in front of me are being attacked by Falzerin's flaming sphere. So I want to put my hammer right between three and four, the two guys on the other side of this, uh, metal pole. So, um, I'm gonna upcast it to fourth level. Wow, okay. You got a wall hammer of a hammer. Well, because it's gotta be, um, for every two levels. Oh, I got gotcha. So I, gotcha. I have to use my fourth level slot. 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's 16 damage. Plus your modifier, so that's 20 damage. Which number were you attacking? Number three or four? Let's go three. What one was that, Mo? That's Shemp. Oh. I thought that was four. Well, they they can't count, probably. <laughs> now, I was going to take that terrible joke out, but now I might have to leave that in, so thanks. Oh. <laughs> Next are the deep Sions. So three and four are just going to continue slashing at two of these ritual casters here trying to disrupt what's going on here. As you just see them lashing out with their claws and their teeth, their their split maws kind of flaring open. Just two quick swipes at each of these ritual casters. The scion that Falsey rammed with the sphere charges the caster and again lashing out with both of its claws and trying to bite you. Ooh, wow. With your mage armor, that's a 12 of 5 and a 22. He gets three attacks? Yeah. Two two claws and a bite. Alright, the 22 hits. Six slashing as his claw rakes across your chest, able to pierce the barrier of your magic sh- uh, shaft. Alright. I am going to do a straight on attack to Mo here, D1. That is a 24 to hit. That is going to be 12 points of damage. Second second attack. That is a 25 to hit. That is not as good. That is 10 points of damage. Ooh, still pretty good. And I'm going to... Does he look... Does Mo look like he's hurting? Yeah, he's uh, definitely bleeding this strange green deep scion blood from many wounds. Then I'm, I'm going to sort of jump up at him and jab my uh, rapier right into his head if I can with this attack. That's a good jump. 
Yeah, I'm going to jump straight up. It gives me right about at the right level. <laughs> and I'll push forward. That is only going to be a 14 to hit. That, unfortunately, white halflings can't jump. Can't get so... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I go right, right in between his arm and his body. Yeah, moves his head out of the way. Back to the top with Shakara. Okay, uh, I'm going to now cast Searing Smite on this dude in front of me. And then I make an attack. And I am casting it at second level. So if I hit, it's 1d, 2d6. So my first attack was a 10, which I assume misses. But my second attack is a 25. That's better. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so he ignites into flames. He will take... Nine points of flame damage and only five points of sword damage. And that's the one where at the beginning of his turn he'll have to make the con check. Yes. Out of this door on the far end here, closest to Mia's spiritual hammer, you see Geneva Vansk enter the room. Ah, oh, crap. Coming in very quickly, it seems. She stops looking, surveilling the scene around you. She smiles at what's going on and raises her hands as she morphs into a deep scion. Freaking. Oh, how freaking, can you do this to Falzerin? Freaking kidding me. Everybody he's ever cared me? about and trusted. Oh. Actually, we don't know about Catalina yet. So. Oh, no, she's a scion too. She's right or off. She's totally a scion. This is so much garbage. <laughs> Leland gets too much joy out of this. Uh, it's too ridiculous for me to be. And upset. we're in a building All I can do is laugh. where I can't call lightning. Oh, don't you worry. She's going down. She is going down. Fun fact: um, spellcasters who become deep scions lose all of their spellcasting abilities. <laughs> yeah, you think? So she's just a very, very weak fighter. Geneva now. raises her hands and falls. You see her making a very familiar motion with them as she sends a magic missile directly at Shakara. Puny. 13 force damages, three magical darts pepper Shakara's chest. I guess that's not the same as bludgeoning, is it? It is not, unfortunately. Falzerin. I think Falzerin is going to cast Blink. Ooh, good spell. It is a very good spell, one that I've been waiting to use for a long time. Well, not that long, but... All right, so Falzerin busts out his new spell Blink, and you see him wave his hands through the air, tracing out an ancient rune through the air and, and muttering some some language under his breath, and he just poof, disappears. Uh, you had the roll for it. Well. He rolls, and then maybe he... It's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I built it up, built it up so much. I rolled Nate. Well, the spell does successfully cast, but unfortunately at the end of your turn, you do not blink to the ethereal plane. Um, I, I still can use my bonus action, though, to move Oh, yeah, speed, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, technically, you don't roll until the end of your turn, just for, for future ones. True. So I'm going to uh, move the sphere from where it was over to slam it into the back of the, of the deep sign number one who's moved over to attack me. So he has to roll another deck save. He only gets a seven this time. Beautiful. Well, it's seven again, so he takes seven damage. He's looking pretty, pretty bad. Mia, 
You're up. So, Mia is going to cast Thunder Wave. And a thunderous force sweeps out for me. And each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from me must take a constitution saving throw. Um, or else take 2d8 thunder damage and be pushed 10 feet away from me. Um, so I am... Is D1 engaged with me? So, like, I can't walk away from Yes, me? you can certainly hit this uh, first, this deep scion one and not hit Falzerin next to you. Yeah, let's just get rid of this guy. D1, I'm going to thunder wave him. Deck save. Or con, con save, sorry. He gets a 15 for his con save. It says my DC is 15, so what's that? He passed. Oh, frick. Okay, well, he takes half damage. So that's 10. He takes 5 damage. And then I'm going to, as a bonus action, use my upcasted spiritual weapon. On I hit D3 last time. I'll hit D4 this time. 20 to hit. 11 damage. Okay, these scions will continue to go. Hmm, they're not really liking the look of this hammer. They're going to try to get around and away from it. I can move it. <laughs> well, they might not note that. <laughs> but they will continue to swipe away at the casters they were originally biting into. Oh boy, you just see all swipes landing into these casters. They're still able to maintain the ritual, but they are faltering. And these two look very, these two on the the, uh, east side of this room look very, very hurt. I think uh, the the deep sign adjacent with Shakara, um, sorry, it rolls the con at the beginning of its turn, right? Yes, start of its, its turn until the spell ends. It got an 18. Spell ends. Okay, well, in that case, uh, it's just gonna um, it's gonna step away from it, so you will get a, an attack of opportunity, and it will it, it will approach another one of these the, the ritualers. Yeah, sixteen hit it. It sixteen does hit, yes. That's eight points of damage. And it just rips into this ritualer, uh, actually only landing one swipe. Ooh, the last one here over with Falzer, and it's stuck between Falzer and Shavmia, and then this ball of fire. He's going to try to... Boy, oh boy. You know what? He's just going to keep landing into Falzer. I mean, he's stuck. Anywhere he goes, he'll get a hit from either Shaft or Mia, so... He knows you're the source of the flame. That's uh, adjusted 20, an 18, and a 13. So the 20 and the 18 will hit. You take 18 slashing damage. Shaft, you you are up. But at the end of this Deep Silence turn, it did not get away from the sphere, so it will make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, it definitely fails that with a 3. So we'll take full damage from the sphere, ending its turn next to it. Seven again, man. Consistency is key, my friend. It is. Shaft, you are up. These guys are beefy, man. So I'm going to use my uh, bonus action to cast a spell called Zephyr Strike, one that I have not used before. Uh, So I'll let you know what that does. It says you move like the wind until the spell ends. Your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack uh, roll on your turn. The attack deals an extra 1d8 force damage on a hit. Whether you hit or miss, your walking speed increases by 30 feet until the end of the turn. So that should give me enough movement to run through to get to this guy with my 25 plus my 30. Gets me to this, uh, what, d3 dude. And so I'm going to cast that as my bonus action. Then I'm going to run through 
this mass of people to get to, to Mr. D3. I guess that would be Curly. And <laughs> I am going to attack. I rolled a one, but I also am going to use Lucky. Okay. That's much better. <laughs> that would be a 17, 17? That is, yeah. All right. And I'm going to use that one. Has that one been hit prior? Uh, yes. Mia has smoked both of these guys. Oh, that's great. So I get to use Colossus Slayer on that. That's going to give me 15 points of damage. Oof, wow. And I still get a second attack on that. And that is a 18 to hit. That will be 11 points of damage. Damn, good job. Back to the top, Mr. Car. I am going to move in between D2 and the caster guy. Try and put myself in between them, or at least next to them. Uh, and then I'm going to sword attack. Classic Shakara. First attack is a 21. And I'm going to smite. Mm, wow, even more predictable. <laughs> oh, wow. So much shade. <laughs> So much. Smite him, Don't Chikara. kill my precious scions. Smite him. <laughs> my precious derp scions. And I'm going to do that smite at a level two. Yeah, girl. <laughs> 21, 22, 23, 24. Wow. Yes, you rock him. Is he still standing? You completely obliterate this one. <laughs> yes. So I now have five temporary hit points. What? I like it. How does that work? Uh, nice little gift from Dendar. Oh. <laughs> la la. I see. Do you have any? Did you have any movement left? Because you can still. That was only your first attack, right? Yeah, I'm gonna move up next to D3. And take a swing at him. That is only a 14, though. A 14 is a miss. Oh, Geneva again. Boy, what is she gonna do? She's gonna kind of. She's keeping her distance here at the back of the room. I'm coming for her. Mm-hmm. She sees you coming. She sees you cleaving through her little deep scion buddies here. So a- around you, Shakara, centered on you, Shakara, actually a 20-foot radius from you. Wow, that is huge. Holy. Shaft is in that 20-foot mm-hmm. radius. That's one big circle. And this, yeah, so this 20-foot sphere of this uh, yellow yellow-green fog fills this room, almost completely separating it in two, with Falzer and Mia on one side and Geneva on the other with Shakara Shaft and all of these ritual casters and the Deep Scions stuck in the middle. And that is all that she will do. Falzerin. So this, this one remaining Deep Scion by me is looking pretty beat up, but he's not done yet. Yeah. Finish him. Yeah. I think I will use my action to cast... I can do that, right? While I'm maintaining concentration or no? As long as the spell you're casting does not require concentration, you are good. Tried, tested, and true. Elder's Blast. I'm going to send an Elder's Blast towards the uh, Deep Scion that's attacking Shakara. Or that Shakara is attacking. Uh, 19 to hit. Yeah. One point of force damage. Okay. And a... 15 to hit. 15 does hit. You're going to do a little more than a, a back massage here? Okay. There. Yeah. Eight points total. And then I'm going to 
uh, slam my flaming sphere into the, the guy who's still right in front of me. So he needs to make a deck save. He gets a 16. So that ties with me, so he passes. 10 points of damage halved. Okay, good job. And then... Yes! 12. So Falsey just turns into nothing. Vanishes <laughs> to the ethereal plane. He's gone. Yes, Mia, you just see Valzern suddenly disappear from beside oh, you. I was about to give him some guidance. <laughs> Mia, you're up. I am so ticked off at Geneva. I am going to channel my divinity. I'm going to channel Thor, and I'm going to shatter right over her, and I'm going to do max damage. I mean, she has to do a con save, but <laughs> I hope I'm doing max damage. Yeah, she got a two. For yeah! Her <laughs> that was an evil laugh. <laughs> I mean... The most evil cleric you'll ever come across. Okay, so I'm casting it at at third level, so it's 4d8 max damage, so math, 32. 32. Yeah, baby. Nice. Good job. Wow, and the shatter spell just thunders in the room, like, louder than the thunder from the storm, of course, but adding to the chorus as this battle rages. As I also then take my spiritual hammer and smack her with it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Giving her the beat down here. Yep. So uh, before you do that, she actually does have to roll a concentration check on this cloud kill, okay. cloud kill spell lose she's done. Lose it, lose it, lose it. Oh, yes, yes, she fails. Wow. Yes. Uh, you're welcome, Shatta. Good job. Okay, so I rolled a hit with my spiritual weapon, and that is a 24 to hit. Yep. Okay, so 10 more damage. Well done, well done. 42, yes. That's, that's not too bad. Woo. Not too shabby. I am a g- god. These deep scions, man, oh man. They're scared and run away. No longer. This 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 green fog that was kind of only at about knee height as it, it kind of filtered to the bottom of the floor just completely dissipates as Mia rains hell down on Geneva. But the dark, uh, the deep scions, they're, they're here for one thing and they're going to try to get it done. The one adjacent to Mia runs from her, so Mia, you get to take a uh, attack of opportunity if you want to use your reaction. Yeah, let's do it. With my hammer, I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay, so that's over a 20. You got it. Take that 8 from the D8 and plus 3 to it, so that's 11 damage. Nice job, and it tries to flee from you, but you just smash it into his back as it turns and it crumbles to the floor. Yes! Nice. Mia is feeling herself. Oh wait, this is like... <laughs> this is deja vu. We're doing that again, are we? Still, uh, so far one of these deep signs has gone uncontested. Able to just rain and finish off one of these five ritual casters. What? Deep sign three... Regardless of, of Shakara and Shaft being right on it, it will turn to the caster it's still adjacent to and lashes out first with one claw. Can I impose disadvantage? Yeah, if you're going to use your reaction, absolutely. Do it. Yep. The first attack, oof, does not matter. Second attack, that's a miss. 
and the final bite hits, killing a, a, a second caster. What? And you see immediately as they cease, two of these spinning discs cease to rotate. Shaft. This is bad. Alright. I'm gonna finish this guy off. That is a 22 to hit. 14 damage. He's still standing. He looks real bad. Second attack. 15 to hit. Yep. That ties. 8 points of damage. Okay. Still standing. Ah, okay, I'll do my third attack. Uh, that's 18. And that's... Seven points of damage. And that is all it <sighs> took. Good job, Shaft. Uh, I wanted to do so much more. <laughs> <laughs> Next round. Uh, you you Do you want to move anywhere? Do you want to... Oh, yeah. That's right. That was the other thing I was going to do. So I'm going to move to here. Shakara, to the top with you. Which which is towards... Um, towards, Geneva. yes, thank you. Geneva. Towards Geneva, yes. <laughs> I will run over to the last scion. The last of the scions. Well, if you don't count Geneva. Not counting Geneva. The last of the scions. And swipe at him with my sword. Uh, 17. Nice. Since he's not hardly been hit, I'm going to go ahead and smite him as well. Yes. That's only 17. That wasn't as good. <laughs> yeah, only, only 17. <laughs> not, it's not, it's not me, it's 42. <laughs> wow. Well. Uh, that one took divine yeah, intervention. I'm not part <laughs> I still have one more attack. I'll take and swipe him at him again, and that is a 16. Yeah, that hits. That is nine points of damage. Just bleeding from every wound you've inflicted on him, but still on his feet. Uh, Geneva. Ooh, she's looking. She's looking angry. Come at me, bitch. Good. <laughs> <laughs> the two of us, man. Oh man, Geneva's gonna get her. Just butt-handed to her. Mm. Oh, yeah, she is. Bring it. I'm going to blink right over there and just do something crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was waiting for, I was waiting for I'll something. I'll wait for you. So, Geneva. I think Geneva's just going to resort to a good old fireball. Good old fireball. It's a shame she doesn't know where Falterin is. Centered on the... So now the, the three remaining... Uh, ritual casters, they're kind of forming this triangle, right? If you could draw a triangle between them as they're on this left side of this pillar. And she's going to center a fireball on the topmost point. They will all have to escape it. This is bad. One of them does. One of them does. Bill, you keep saying this is bad and you freaking ran away. I did not run away. I'll be back in the material plane for every one of my turns. That's how it works. Oh, I thought you like couldn't take turns. It's a brilliant spell. He just doesn't get hit. I popped. <laughs> he just. Do you think he just pieced it? Okay, no. I thought I'm he out. just pieced it. That's what I thought he did. I popped back onto the material. I'm new plane to this D and D. Okay. Just for my turn, and then no, I. No, you're not. Not anymore. <laughs> You've been playing I've for over a year. Use that. Okay, I've been playing for over a year. This is the first time I've ever seen someone use blink. Yeah, that's, that's true. still new to me. Oh, this fireball deals forty-two fire oh. damage. How is that possible? I've never dealt that kind of damage. I will say she did upcast it. Oh. One of them did save, though, so that leaves them hanging on by a thread, but it completely roasts the other well, two. Well, shit. I don't know what we're gonna do. And Falzerin. You know, he... He took Brendel from me. Now he's taking Geneva from me. 
Now he's trying to take Heracleon from me. <laughs> Heracleon was never yours. Well, it's his hometown. It's my hometown. It's about to be bombarded by all these crazy cannons. I'm about to smite Geneva. Well, you are up. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my ten feet of movement with the blink to to move a little bit closer to these recently murdered people who are casting to keep these discs spinning. One is continuing to spin. So is there like a very weak light coming out of it now? It is kind of like flickering absolutely and it seems to be incredibly dim, but it's still projecting. I can't move my flaming sphere. Can you move it for me um, 30 feet? Like right here, you want to you want to ram it into the last ritual. Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Knew you were gonna say that. So predictable. <laughs> Where do you want it to go? Kind of like this area. Basically, it's headed it's headed towards Geneva. Oh, I guess there's one deep sign left, but I'll get I can get him on the way by if he's still alive. Oh yeah, you're you're, you're drive by uh, <laughs> uh, magic missile. I'm gonna drive by Spherum, and I think I will cast Shatter on. Uh, Geneva. Worked last time. Let's go. Wow, she does very well. She has an 18 this time. Alright, so she passes. She's going to take half damage. Okay. Half of 12. That's 3d8. I'm really bad at rolling dice. Still whittling her down here. Now, do you want to move? Uh, Yes, actually. That's brilliant. Good idea. (laughs) You're so welcome. (laughs) So yeah, I will move. Although that'll put me in range of her fireball, won't it, Leland Steele? Oh, bro, you know that you're in range of her fireball. <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's room ain't that long. <laughs> yeah, but with little luck, I'll be on the ethereal plane. <laughs> I do really like that blink spell. It's really oh, it's fun. so good. I'm so stoked that I'm finally using it. Yeah, it was a good choice for sure. I want to be 60 feet away from her. I think I am already, aren't I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to move to 10 feet up. Okay, staying back out of the uh, damage radius of your sphere. Mia. All right. I am all the way on the other side of the room opposite of Geneva. And this D4 guy up on Shakara looks what? Oh, he looks, he's like teetering. He is teetering. And you know I could take care of him, so you should take care of Geneva. I, you, yeah, you got, I got him. him. You def you got him. I'm going to channel divinity. I'm going to upcast shatter again right over Geneva's freaking face. Oh boy. For wow. max damage. She got a fifteen. DC's fifteen, so is that Okay, right? so she will take half, so half a max. Uh, again you're maxing at the thirty two? Yeah, so it's thirty two. Okay. Shake sixteen. And this third shatter just blasts her body five feet back and she slams into the west, the eastern wall and just falls to the, to the floor, unmoving. And then I take my bonus action with a spiritual hammer and I hammer her head into the wall. <laughs> Coup de gras. <laughs> so ruthless. Because I trusted her. And her head pops (laughs) under the weight of your hammer. And very shortly after, a strike of lightning cracks across these open windows. What's the significance of that? That is significant since the freaking dome should be up protecting us from that lightning. Bill? The last deep scion. 
We'll make some swipes at Shikara. Wow, yeah, he's not going to get through your armor. Uh, he's got one hit that's a 23, but everything else is, is below 15. Okay. Just gets you for six slashing. Slashing, which is half to three, which takes off my temporary, so I have two temporary hit points left. Shaft. Well, okay, looks like Geneva's down for the count, so I'm turning and heading over towards that last scion. That's a 15. Yep. That is 10 points of damage. And that is all it takes. Okay. I didn't even get to use my extra uh, bonus D. Damn it. I wanted to do some rain some hell down on Geneva, but uh, it's too late. My little legs just didn't get me there. (laughs) And we can fall out of initiative. So when everybody was cast or ritualizing, were they all saying the same thing? They were. Could we take up the chant? You could try. You've heard it for about 30 seconds now. But it's more than there's the chant, right? It's literally uh, as this the, the, the one remaining caster is still continuing to do their job, but it is like as if you are casting a continuous spell. So you could certainly tr- attempt... I mean, you all have magical capabilities. You could definitely attempt to try to mimic what they're doing. I think I would like to try. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Where are the others? Where are the backups? Where's the B team? They they kind of shake their head uh, as they're continuing. Like they still need the verbal and the somatic to continue, but they kind of give you this kind of slight shrug as they look very terrified but steadfast in their duty, despite the carnage that has been wreaked <laughs> around them. I'm I'm gonna run over to Geneva's body and rip. Off, see if she had anything that is uh, wands or magical things or a note or anything that might give us a clue. A tattoo on her chest that says, I love Alamar. Okay, so before that happens, who, if anybody, so Falzer, do you want to try to take up this chant? Yes. Anyone else that also wants to? I'll try. Okay. I, I think I'm going to try and find others to help chant. So we're so we're splitting up again. Um, could we not just try for like five minutes and if okay. nothing happens, move on? Type thing. I will try to take up the chant. Also. Okay. Can, can I? Can I? Okay. Yes, you can absolutely try. Uh, but can I ask you? Say yes. You're both. The three of you are successful in maintaining it. Five minutes go by of you maintaining it. You all know from drag that it needs to be maintained. That's true. We're just gonna have to stand there for hours and hours. Or. Shaft can go run and try and find. Sure. Okay. Yeah. If that if that's what you want to try to do, absolutely. Four is better than one. That is a very good point. Okay. Okay. Great. Good. Shakara, Mia, and Falls are in. Each do me a. Let's just do Arcana. You can make an Arcana check. I would like to drink my Alebender ale. All right. And a boy. All right. Wow. Good job. So I'm relying on Leland to tell me what that does because I forget and I'm not that sure where it's written That gives you down. a plus three boost to any ability checks that require any ability checks or saving throws that require intelligence modifier. Yeah. You might have wanted to have given that to me. I feel like that would have been the smart play. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'll drink half of it and give the other half. <laughs> I rolled a 14. I got an 11. Oh, 15 for Falzern. Falls are in after a few brief seconds of you, you know, downing your brew, 
you be getting a bit of a head rush there. You, uh, it takes you a few to get adjusted to what's happening, but with your 15, you are able to successfully mimic what is happening, and one of the discs does start to turn, not not quite as quickly as the one that is being uh, more expertly casted upon, but you do get a second one moving. Okay. Shakara and Mia, unfortunately, you do fail to successfully replicate what is going on. But I will say that uh, Shakara, in particular, feels like, given maybe some more time, that you would be able to get the hang of it. Okay, I'll keep hmm. trying then. I'll keep trying. Okay. Shaft. Searching Geneva's body. Mm-hmm. You find two things. You find a folded piece of parchment in one of her, kind of in, in the inner uh, pocket of, of her robe. And uh, the only other thing that she really has on her is around her neck, there's a, a blue ribbon with what looks like a key on it. Okay, I will take that and the parchment. Then I'm going to look back over at, at them and go, uh, Falzrin, where the hell are these other guys going to be? Where would I check? I guess I probably, can I speak? I probably can't speak, can I? Because I'm doing You unfortunately need to maintain the somatic and... I'll speak because I failed. Shaft, if Geneva's a deep scion, was a deep scion... That means... The jury's still out. If she's deep side. <laughs> no. Dreg is in trouble. The other one's going to fail, too. That's a good idea. If, if, they, if they're all okay over there, at least I can bring one or two of them back here. I mean... I'm no good at this. Maybe I should go search for the B-team with you. Okay, let's go. Mia, from, from where you are, actually, uh, the these large windows. The shaft is kind of over to the to the right of them, right in the kind of the far corner here. Doesn't quite have the line of sight outside of them, but being the at the topmost part of the keep, you do have what kind of this this uh, eagle eyes vantage point, and you can see down and into the city from here. You have like a perfect view of it, and you do see the light down at the knowledge center has extinguished. Ugh. You guys, the knowledge center beam is gone too. Wonderful. Even if you guys stand here chanting all day, the dome's not coming back. So uh, Falzerin's going to going to cease his his casting of the incantation and and come over and look at the window. Um, do I see any dome whatsoever? Like what? the dome is still intact, as this one this this one of these anchors is still beaming something up. But you'd see much like the effect that Dreg. Had, uh, had had brought out with his ring that it is it is starting to kind of brighten and uh, that that thickness to it is starting to recede and it's getting more and more translucent even from the inside of it but it does seem that it hasn't immediately been extinguished okay you can see to the front of the city there's still like that that red light shot like lighting up in the sky from the cannon fire and it seems like it's getting brighter Geneva wasn't working with Alamar, sure, but the Deep Science and Eric are going to take over everything. We need to decide now what to do. I mean, is Dreg gone? Let's get to the Knowledge Center. He'll know what to do. Let's go. If we had his ring, we could hide out underground. Right. I run out the door. I chase after Shaft. I'm going to follow as well. I think I think we need to try and find Dreg. And this is futile to stay here. So this this last guy standing here still casting, is he hurt? He is quite wounded, yes. I will go over and I will lay on hands 
for 15. Okay. That brings him near to full health. That's good. And I will say, stay safe. We will do our best to make sure that what you do is not in vain. And they give you a quite a quick nod as they continue. I will run after the others. And that's our show. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're the Encourageable Par on Twitter, Encourageable Party on Facebook and Instagram. You can go to encourageableparty.com for additional world and NPC information and check out some of the merchandise there. Be the cool kid at your next game night by donning some Encourageable Party apparel. Encourageable Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Go to criticalhitdesign.com for your design needs. All ambient sounds and music are courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can contact him for your own musical inquiries via email at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Happy adventuring!